All right. Hello. Welcome back to the Diamonds in the Rough podcast. I'm joined by Will McDonald. Um, today, we have a pretty unique, uh, unique topics we're going to be talking about. First up is uh, top five potential villains in the NBA. I have five. I think Will has two. Um, and the reason we're doing this is because we both agree that the NBA was at its peak when we were alive, when LeBron went to the heat and everyone just hated this team that was so good and had the best player on it. And LeBron was essentially the villain of the NBA. And that's when we think the NBA was at its peak. So we have basically looked at some guys to see who can replace that villain. Cause we need that right now. Okay. So I will start with five. Will, do you have any, uh, any guesses? Well, I, I definitely know who three of yours are. I just don't know what the order is. Because we definitely okay. agree on two of them. And they're both international players. I actually only have one. Okay, well, we definitely, we definitely agree on the but, one. Uh, yeah. But you go, you, go, you go ahead on five. Okay, number five might be a shock. But here's the reason. Also, let me just kind of go with my criteria. My criteria is basically, first off, they have to be good enough to get to that level of villain. They have to be able to be good enough. And I also think they, you know, obviously have to create a winning team. And I think this guy does that. The reason he's so low is because a lot of people do like him. <laughs> but I think there yeah, is. Because everyone, a lot of people did love LeBron. That's true. I what well, The reason I think. All right. So it's, it's actually LaMelo Ball, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Um, I think he has so many things about him that make him a great leader and a guy that's going to create a winning culture in Charlotte. I really do. And he's definitely going to be the star. I think there's things that will piss people off, like his flashiness and how much money he has and spends and all that, that people will get annoyed, especially because I, I think, I mean, I've told you, um, when we're not talking about podcasts, how much I love the Charlotte team. But I think he, you know, the Hornets could be championship contenders for a while if they get some guys on their team. And I think LaMelo will always be the best player on his team. Plus, imagine if LaMelo somehow won a title. Imagine LeVar Ball. <laughs> imagine how all that's going to be, and then that's going to open up a whole thing, you know? So that's why I have LaMelo at five. And basically the reason he's so low is because a lot of people like him. Um, yeah, just I can a lot of ball family. I can stands. definitely see, I can definitely see that, especially for older generations. He's kind of the first like Gen X star. So like, he's the first star that's been hyped social media wise since he was like a freshman in high school, yeah. uh, like in the social media generation, like Zion got big when he was a senior in high school, but LaMelo's bit like, we've known the name LaMelo ball since like 2015 which is crazy so i can see how people are gonna get tired of him soon yep um you you said you only have two guys right so should i just go i, I don't i have a ton of guys for the next topic but yeah go ahead okay okay um i don't even think i introduced the next topic i'm just gonna leave that a secret number four um this guy's mainly because he's already showed he can be a villain my biggest worry is i don't know if he's gonna reach that status like have his teams be good enough and it's trey young we saw in the hawks nick series how much new york hated him and he was loving it and i so many memes came from it it was amazing honestly i mean last episode we talked about favorite series that was up there because that was funny it was just funny i remember his meaningless shot he shot like at the logo when the game's over and then he takes a bow after and stuff yeah. like that. And then the Knicks players are beefing with him and all this. It, so he showed he can embrace the, that villain arc. I'm just worried. He's not actually going to have a team good enough to like win multiple championships. That's another yeah. thing. I, I, I feel like if, to be a yeah. villain, you need to have multiple. Players. You have to be really good because part of being a villain is that people are tired of your greatness. But I, I will say though, the social media age, like people get so tired of the same people who get highlights shown. So Trey might be able to. He Trey's definitely a better pick. 
as of now than Lamelo. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he he's been there, you know. I actually had Trey on my list. I had three people. I had two international people, and then I had Trey. Okay, name one of your international guys, because my three is an international guy. Uh, I think three might be the same. I got Luca. Yeah, that's one of them. I think. Yeah, I'll let you really start funny. off. Okay. Well, Luca. I don't have much to say. You have more to say on Luca. I have more to say on the next one. But like main point, he's really, really good. His teams are always going to be really good as long as he's on them. But he is, I can see, I feel like now we're starting to see people like him a little less. Like the first three years he was in the league, they overachieved. He was really fun. They had like that step back he did against the Clippers created so many memes and stuff. But now I feel like people are getting a bit tired of the drama in Dallas, and I feel like he's losing some of the, like, baby-facedness that comes with being a fun NBA player. Um, actually, and real quick, I just thought of one more. I'm going to add Zion to my list. I, did, I thought I, about putting him in. I don't have an order like you do. I only thought of – well, I guess now I thought of four, but I couldn't, I couldn't order these. But, yeah, I'll say Zion because I think he's going to bully his way out of New Orleans after, like, a single season there, <laughs> after yeah. not even 82 games there. But, uh, here, you, you can talk about Luca all you want. Okay, so Luca, I feel like it's going to come off as slander, and I just want to say I've been a Luca fan since day one. I was telling everyone they were stupid who didn't think he should go number one. Um, the, the Suns made out well, though. The Kings did not, but that's another story. Um. Luca personally has been frustrating to me because honestly, if he just got in better shape and actually made an effort with his passing to not exactly get assists, but to just make the team better, they are title contenders every single year. I truly believe that. Um, and part of it's what he does in the summer. He just goes to his home country and lounges for three months. <laughs> And it's unbelievable that he could just come back and get 28, eight and eight. And also the fact that I'm disappointed by it, but you know, cause I just think he can be so much better. Now we saw in the latest Mavericks Clippers series, they, they lost in seven. He did that himself. <laughs> he almost beat a fully healthy Clippers team by himself. And I don't think anyone can deny that it was by himself. So as far as the skill level, he is definitely going to be there, right? I just think um, the reason I have him at three and not higher, I have a tough time seeing him, people dislike him. I really do. Because if you don't actually look into what's going on in Dallas and what's going on with him, and you aren't exactly looking at how like a super NBA fan looks at it, I think you it's very easy to love Luka Doncic. So that's why I only put him at three. But as far as the skill and being able to possibly win multiple championships and all that, he's got that. I respect that. Um, did you want to talk a little more about Zion, or is it just he's going to bully I just, his I way just, out I just think people are going to get tired of him. I think people – I feel like it's what Luka is doing, but on a way, way quicker stage and, like, Cause like he's basically doing what it took Luca like five years to do. And I just think it's kind of cheap. I don't know. I like if I'm not in their shoes, so I don't want to talk for them. Like I personally feel like if someone drafted me, I'm obligated to play my heart out for my rookie contract. And then after that's up, I can allow it to be pissed. Like I'm not saying what Anthony Davis's did is okay, but it literally took Zion. I think, like 500 less games played for the Pelicans to want to force his way out. Yeah. And I'm not defending what AD did. I'm just saying like, look at what it did for AD. He got a title out of it, like legacy builder. Granted now people shit on him, but like, I I'm sure he'll make that trade. So I don't know. I feel like people are going to just look at Zion and be like, Hey man, what the heck? Another thing I think that Zion has that kind of was similar to why people hate LeBron. You know, people hate LeBron because he got all the calls and like he's just out muscling everyone. It's an offensive yeah, foul mean, and is, stuff like that. Like, true though, but yeah. like Zion definitely has the physique to like just absolutely bully people. And that I could see how fans would get frustrated by it. Um, but I'll move to my number two. My one and two are gonna be very bold. This okay. is like way into the future, I'm predicting. They're actually both rookies. I know. Hmm. 
I know well, it's it. It can't be. It can't be Barnes, bro. He's so no, it's, likable. It's not Barnes. Okay. Go ahead. Number two, I have Cade. Here's why. Because he's an it's, asshole. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's kind of an asshole. He's kind I, of an asshole. It. He I got he wanted to go to Detroit. I mean, first off, think about that. He wanted to go to Detroit. And he literally was like, I'm gonna bring the bad boy pistons back. Everyone hated the bad boy pistons. He's actually very good. I, I know everyone's talking about rookie of the year and they're saying Mobley and Barnes, but and no one's talking about Cade. Cade is one of the most efficient ISO scores. Um, he's actually making the Pistons competitive without Jeremy Grant. Um, and he's bringing... going to have the best career, I think, but he's not the best rookie right now. No, he, he's not. I'm just saying he's not talked about. Yeah, because he lives in Detroit. He said <laughs> that to himself. I know, but what I'm saying is I could see him bringing the bad boy Pistons back. I mean, you're going to have Cade. Isaiah Stewart, we know him. <laughs> we we know him, right? And Sadiq Bey's a big guy. I don't know if he has like the toughness, uh, like I'm just gonna be an a-hole type of vibe. Um, but yeah, that's why I think Kay, because he's gonna be the best player on a team that I don't want to say is dirty, because I don't think the NBA is ever gonna allow what the bad boy Pistons did. Yeah, but they're gonna be tough and they're gonna <laughs> foul hard. Look at and they're Cade's, gonna be talking. like, profile picture on ESPN.com. He just looks angry. Like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's already like, why did I come to Detroit? But also, look, just look at the picture with him in the glasses and tell me he can't be a villain, like, after he got drafted. You've seen that, right? I'm going to check Cade Cunningham drafted. Uh... <laughs> tell me he's not going to be a villain when you see that picture. I, don't I, know. I know, I know people listening can't see the picture, but just look up like Cade Cunningham. Want to know what would no? Want to know what would definitely make him hated? If he made Detroit like a fringe playoff team after like three or four years, and they're like finally competing, and then he jumps ship and joins the <laughs> team. Because because here's the thing: I think he could be the best player on a super team like in like three years or four yeah. years. So imagine he just jumps ship from Detroit, goes to like, I don't know, like say LA. Yeah, the Clippers or something. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. Yeah. So who's your who's your final guy? Because you have one more. So I think I think this is the way I'm about to say this is the way that LeBron is still probably the most hated player in the league now. And it's because of continued greatness. Like it just gets tiring and we have to root against him at some point. I'm uh, sorry. I'm talking about how people rooted against LeBron from like 2017 until 2020. Now he's in like his twilight and we can appreciate him. And like, we don't root against him. Yeah. But like, I think people are going to start hating heavy on Giannis. I already see it happening. I, I already see it happening online. People are just getting tired of, because it's like, it's not his fault. He's going to be the face of the league for five years. That doesn't mean he's going to be the best player, but he is going to be the face of the league for like five years. If you're a KG or Duncan fan, you already feel threatened. If you're a Mavs fan, you feel threatened because people are already saying like Giannis top three power forward ever, blah, blah, blah. And so I think people are just going to start rooting against him, you know, uh, similar to like Brady from like 2014 until 2018. Yeah. It, it's tougher. I'm surprised you were too able to objectively look at it because it was tough for me because I was just like, Giannis is so difficult to hate. He just is like him as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I just couldn't put him on the list. Definitely skill he has that. Definitely continued success he'll have that. Man, I don't know. Like, I just, I just have a tough time seeing like the – uh, majority of NBA fans being like, I hate Giannis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, obviously good. I think you could make an argument for like any of those guys who are ridiculous. But the weird thing is all those guys who are ridiculous, I'm talking like Jokic's and stuff like that. They're just liked, you know, they're just like funny well, people and amazing to watch. When you're not like, I like LeBron now. But, like, peak LeBron was such a diva. Like, with, with Jordan, 
Jordan, because this was before social media and all that, right? Like Jordan never seeked the spotlight unless he felt like he needed to or like felt like he wanted to say something, you know? Yeah. LeBron like would always do the weirdest stuff. Like he did the decision. It. No, evil, well, yeah. But I'm like think about that. that. I'm also saying like he also just he just love you can tell he was trying to like write his own movie. Whereas with Jordan, it was just like greatness followed Jordan. Whereas yeah. LeBron, it was like he was trying to direct his own movie as he was doing it. And granted, it's a damn good movie. But yeah. like, I'll never forget, like Heat LeBron was the biggest diva. It was crazy. I think people forget, like he would fake injuries to himself and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he'd just get back up and be like, I'm fine. And granted, maybe he was hurt. I'll never know. But I, he was just a diva for like, and I'm not even a hater, like owner or anything. Like he was a diva for like three years. Yeah. But that's what made the NBA good is we could all like yeah, as fans together root against this guy. It's what the next 10 years of the NFL is going to be with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Although he did lose. Yeah, to Joe Burr, baby. <laughs> At what point could Joe Burr be a villain eventually? <laughs> Absolutely not. He's like too cool. He's way too cool. He's going to be. But want to know what it is, though, John? I'm not going to lie. And you're way more of a football guy. But like. I, I do not see them ever coming back to the Super Bowl. At least the Bengals. I clearly just don't know football. But yeah, I'm not looking at the I'm not looking at the Bengals from like a Bengals perspective because they're obviously young and shit. But like, dude, look at like the Bills and the Chiefs. Just look at them. Yeah, and 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 you know what? If they if beat my, them, <laughs> if my Browns get Kirk okay, Cousins right. at quarterback, that's a dollar. Oh. That was disgusting. Okay, we're moving on from NFL. <laughs> you know what? I will. I'll, I'll promise you this. I will do one NFL podcast with you strictly for the meme, strictly well, for you to I say think stuff you think like I'm that. I'm kidding, dude. Kurt Cousins with that team—that's at least AFC Championship. Dude, I'm not gonna listen to Kurt Cousins stuff because I just don't think he's good. Well, you're a hater. I'm a hater. He has like one of the most stacked offenses, and he can't get over 500. All right. I'm excited What's for that? number one though. I want you. I want you to take some guesses. He's a rookie. I mean, he's a rookie, but it can't be someone. It. Uh, I feel like it has to. Okay, I'm gonna talk on my thought process. Yeah. This Obviously, is so. I. I need to tell you. This is like so bold. Like if this. If I was like, because I have a okay. one. Um. <laughs> no. So obviously, out of all the rookies left, my first. Instinct says, okay, he's going to say Jalen Green. But, like, I don't think you'd hype up Jalen Green that much. Also, Jalen Green's just not ever going to be good enough to warrant that, I don't think. I mean, he's going to be fucking good. Don't get me wrong. But it is, it is not Jalen Green. So, like, oh my God. It would have I, to be. I, I feel like you're going to see it. Stupid. it. It has to be something stupid. I'm just letting you know I'm looking through the draft class. I feel like you'll see it if you look through the draft. Oh, no. I think he saw it. (laughs) It's, uh... Is it it Josh Giddy? No, no, hell no. Oh, my God. I I don't know, then. All right, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And I want you to hear me out once I say it. It's Jonathan Kaminga. Here, here's why. Okay. He's gonna like continue the Warriors' dominance. Is that the argument? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's... but people don't hate the Warriors enough. You're telling me people won't get sick of the Warriors constantly going to the finals, like even after they were quote unquote dead. I mean, did and having get... all these picks, and then, and then, okay, imagine the magic. <laughs> Imagine the magic after Sorry, that. When you say the magic, do you mean the 2023 LA Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the last podcast, you'll get that. Um, Cause he, he, they picked Wagner over him. That is crazy. Uh, like what I'm saying and is good, decent though. He is decent, but you, sh- you sent me the Kaminga stats when he like plays a good amount. Right. Yeah, no, you it's know like that twenty I've, plus points a game. Listen, dude, there you were the one who was always high on Cade. 
I, I the one person I mean first I always said I thought Mobley and especially Jalen Green had crazy potential but I always said like if Kaminga falls to you at four five six or like four or five you got to take him because he should have maybe been the number one pick like you could argue at least potential wise and then yeah. he drops to seven yep. I'm convinced that there was collusion there it's already starting <laughs> no I'm Look, just saying I, like there's no way that they were gifted like dude Two months before the draft, literally like two or three months before the draft, he was projected number one or number two. And he falls to seven? What I'm saying is like with him, I just see that like imagine say say hypothetically the Warriors win like one of the next two years, right? Like with the core, the real core of Steph Clay. Which they won't, by the way. I'm on record saying that. Okay. Okay. But say say they could. Okay, let's say they and then and then everyone's like, okay, that's all good, it's done. And then imagine this youth comes in, led by Jonathan Kaminga, who like I think could be. I I'm not trying to say he's going to be honest. That's I hate like saying that, but I'm saying like play style wise of just this super athletic, just massive player, jumping everywhere. Yeah, man, uh, I see. I see a little more Jalen Brown or something like that. But I will say this, bro. He's so, so big. Well, he's he's six eight, like two fifteen. He's like the bronze size. But the which is which also is crazier when you think that like Giannis like dwarfs LeBron, which is crazy because LeBron is a massive human. But yeah, no. If you just real quick on Kaminga, so he's played above twenty minutes only six times this season. Ready? Yeah. Here are his stat lines going up. So in 20 minutes, 13, 6, and 3 on efficient numbers. In another 20-minute game, 12, 1, and 1. Once again, in 20 minutes. And also he shot 75% that game. Uh, 24 minutes, he put up 12, 10, 1, and 3. In 25 minutes, he put up 25, 3, and 3. In 25 minutes, on 10 of 12 shooting. In 33 minutes, he put up 19, 7, and like 1, and 1. On 6 of 12. And then it, when he's gotten actual starter minutes, which was a single game, he went 36 minutes, 9 of 15 shooting, 4 of 6 from 3. He put up 26, 2, 2, and 1. Just his, <laughs> so, his. Like he, dude, his stats are crazy. If you just take like any game he's played above 18 minutes, it's incredible. His production is amazing. He has like a, like, the Warriors are making this dude a star. If you look at him game by game, actually like watch them and see his progression, it's kind of scary. And I don't even think he's been playing basketball for that long. I don't I don't know if you know, but I'm I'm pretty sure he has not played basketball for that long. I don't know, man. I, anyone anyone who puts up 22 points on 8 of 9 shooting and 4 of 4 from 3 in 17 minutes? <laughs> Yeah, some of some of these are insane. Like obviously that these like obviously he averages like what twelve minutes. Like these are you know these are outliers for sure. He only plays twelve minutes a game, but still, bro, it's disgusting what he can do sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my like it's bold. Okay, one might be a stretch, right? Because it it kind of depends on a lot of things. But I'm just saying, I see him being a star in the league, and I do see him as potential of being like the best player on a championship team. If you build it around him, Right. I can see that. Um, but like, he'd have to have, you know, you need pieces too. I know. But when he's like hitting his prime, his pieces are like older Steph, Clay and Draymond. And then and he'll have Wiseman. and Wiseman. And with Moses him. Moody. Yep. And name and him. Hopefully. And hopefully Gary Payton jr whoever like the warriors also are just such a good front office and a good organization that they will always have a competitive team. And if they have their star already for the future, it's just one of those where it's like, who knows how long the warriors can just be dominant, right? They took a two, a two year break essentially and like retooled. And it wasn't even them like tanking necessarily. It was just, I mean, Injuries if Steph happen. doesn't get, yeah, if, if Steph and Draymond don't get hurt that first year without KD, I mean, they already had no clay. 
I say they're probably 500 if they don't get hurt because that well, was then like you can't huge... get Wiseman. Yeah, no, no, they it literally you know, so it's... fell. It fell into their lap. Like, yeah, it did. It was. It's one of those things that like it, it kind of shows you. It's like it's better to either be first or last. Clearly, because that's what they were. So you're last for two years, and now you're back to first, just like that, you know. But well, that's the um, thing, though. They were last for one year. And then they were like, they should have been like the seventh seed, but then the new playoffs fucked them up. Like, that's crazy to me. Also, Jordan Poole. We forgot about Jordan Poole. <laughs> also, they're trying to work Clay back into the mix and Steph straight up just not shooting well. And one, uh, of, the set, one of the scary part about Steph not shooting well lately, there's going to be a 15-game tear somewhere in late February or early March after the All-Star break. John, I guarantee it. Mark it down. For like 10 or 15 games, He'll average like thirty-two, and it's going to be disgusting. Steph, yeah. yeah, he's he's got that. Especially because people have been clowning on him recently. Have you seen that thing where it shows like? Yeah, it looks like a tour date. It looks like tour dates or whatever. I mean, no, but like he deserves to be clowned because like we shit on Harden when Harden used to do that. So like you know, it goes around, comes around. I I also think it's like not super serious. That's also you know, but... I'm not gonna lie, like play style wise, like if Harden goes five of thirteen. That's a really – sorry, that's not that bad, I guess. If Harden goes 5 of 17, that's a real bad 5 of 17 because you know that it was, like, mostly isolations and shit. Steph could go 5 of 17 and still make a huge positive impact on the court just by, like, opening up things for his teammates. Yeah. Like, why, um, is, why is Otto Porter shooting 40% from three? Why is uh, Andrew Wiggins shooting 42%? Why is Andrew Wiggins an all-star starter? Like, like okay. Steph is – I like Steph is doing this shit. Uh, do you want to talk about the Wiggins being an all star? I'll, I'll let you talk about it. I don't know what to say. So, um, I don't think it's outrageous as outrageous as people thought. Also, credit to the Warriors for reviving his career. Um, I would have taken Draymond just because Draymond is a better defender and I feel like has had more of an impact. But if you're not counting Draymond, I don't think you can name another guy more deserving, honestly. Because some people say Towns because he has better numbers, but I'm like, Wiggins is like an amazing defender. <laughs> and I, I like giving credit to people who play defense personally. I'm honestly not even that pissed that he's in. I just can't believe Andrew Wiggins is starting and the Suns don't have a single starter. Like, I don't like that he's starting is my problem with him. So what you think it should have been Booker? Give me Booker over Wiggins, obviously, yeah. Oh my God! Yes, best player on the best team. That all right? Chris Paul is the best player on that team. Okay, leading scoring option on the best team. Twenty-five, five. I would have been fine with CP three. I would have been fine with him over Wiggins. If that's, I will hold that argument for CP three. Best player on the best team. Yeah, I guess I guess Booker wouldn't have been bad. That that I mean, is true. That is a little weird. That um, it's not. It's clear media bias, bro. Because it's like last year the Jazz got none, and like Mitchell could have made it. You know, I'm not saying for starters, but it's like Mitchell could have been a starter last year. Well, yeah, you know? it's also just it's Chris Paul's leading the league in assists. Why not have? Oh, I guess Andrew Wiggins is front court. I don't like how they do that. Why is um? What was I gonna say? It's also not like the Warriors didn't have a starter. They had Steph. So exactly. No, I actually don't like that he's a starter. I would have been perfectly fine with him as a bench player, but there are so many other better deserving starters. Yeah, but number one, I have Kaminga, very bold. But you can see the logic. I yeah, I can. I I don't know. I think he's too like. We'll see. I guess. Yeah, stuff has to fall into place, and also it could. My thing could just be debunked if he got like traded for a star. Honestly, I don't know if the Warriors would do that though. I don't think they would. I think I think their I plan think is planning, to make him the star. They're you know that teenage mutant ninja turtle meme where it's like the old yeah. rat holding the young turtles. So, like, the old rat or, like, the, the adult rat in this case is, like, their current big three. And then yep. in, like, five years, it's going to be their new big three of, like, Kaminga, Wiseman, maybe still Steph, honestly. Like, his game will translate. Cool. And then, like, whoever else they have. Yeah, something like that. But we're going to go over to our next segment. Love it. This segment is our favorite bad players. <laughs> Just our favorite bad NBA players. Now, my criteria of bad was more I, when I tried to stick to 
was they never scored more than 10 points per game. I have one exception. Um, Will doesn't know any of my players. I don't know any of his players. <laughs> but we're just going to see it, give some reasoning, and, and talk about it. So you want me to go yeah, first? So, so, John, how many do you have? I have five. So these are the kinds of topics that I love. Um, so I have – I have over 10. I was, oh, my God. I, 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 I was writing the list as we were speaking. All right. Because so I'll there's give... too many. There's too many. And also, you said bad. I interpreted that as, like, I'm calling these players comic relief players. They're, like, decent. Obviously, you have to be decent to make the NBA. But, like, they would never be, like, even, like, starters for more than a year or two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Because there was there was definitely guys who was like, oh, this would be good. But like, can I tell you the best player on my list? The best player by far, by yeah. far, Ersan Eliasova. Yeah. <laughs> by far the best. Okay, player okay, team. yeah, like that's fair. Like that, he was a good starter for like two years, and then he was like a quality role player, and he that's like a two K pick, low key. But like he's by far the best. He's an MVP candidate compared to the rest of these guys. Because I had one guy I was thinking of strictly for 2K because he always ended up on my team and it was Samuel Downber. But one that. season he averaged a double double and I was like, I can't, I can't put him there. Like that, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That's no, you so, don't that. Now I do have one actual 2K player, strictly 2K. So much so that whenever I take a shot, like if Will and I play basketball, whenever I take a shot, I scream his name and it's Keon Dueling. I went off with this guy on 2K. <laughs> and I think his his career high in points per game in a season is like 7.3. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's also his name's pretty unique and kind of funny, in my opinion. I like his name. Cool name. Oh, it is a cool name. Um, but, yeah, that's Keon It's And occasionally he'd go off in a game. I'm actually going to look at his career high. Here, I'm going to – while you do that, I'm going to just list out all my two my purposeful 2K picks. Um, career, career high is 25, by the way. What, what I'm noticing is my 2K picks were actually, like, the best players on this list. <laughs> <laughs> when I, this is actually bad. Yeah. I, so, back in, like, 2017, me and some friends would, like, try and make – we would the rules were we were allowed to to make two created players and then we had to fill that team with like no one higher than 75 and you could fill it however you wanted and you could only use like seven players in your roster and then we just filled the rest with like you know joe smith or whatever um and so i remember like i made my two created players you know and i vividly remember oh i know who it is the rest no i'm gonna list off that team I'm just going to list off who the role players on that team were. Cause I went seven deep, by the way, we played with fatigue off. I just still went seven deep. Uh, So the starting lineup was two created guys. And then Ersan Eliasova, Wilson Chandler, and either Robin Lopez or Anthony Morrow. Anthony Morrow is a legendary one. Legendary one. So also, those, oh, those were it. some of the 2K guys. No, no, that's it. You got it, bro. I, I sent you a video that also adds to the key on doing love. Whenever nice. he makes a shot, it is like the most satisfying thing. His I just sent him a little video. Because he was on the Celtics, and there was a playoff game against the Heat. We were talking about Ville and LeBron, that, that Heat team, mm-hmm. where he hit like three clutch threes. <laughs> um, um, I just want to finish out my 2K guys real quick. Yeah. So not on the team that I already listed the team. These are just people on 2K that were like gods for no reason. Uh, for me, Steve Novak was an actual threat oh. to score 100. No, he was – every time I played with Steve Novak, it was an actual threat for triple digits. Yeah, I, I turned the, the most, console off one time. The most I ever scored with him was 94 on John. I vividly remember. It was 94 points. I thought there was one you scored – a hundred plus, and I turned the system Maybe. off. Maybe I know for a fact though at ninety four. And then so this is my last two K guy coming up. Uh, I never really used him uh, because that's how much of a hack everyone in the two K community agrees that he was from like two K twelve until like two K sixteen, especially on the old consoles. 
But Gerald Green is a 2K legend. I can't. I couldn't consider him bad. I don't, I don't know. If, well, see, I'm considering him like a funny player, and he definitely okay. is that. Because um, Gerald Green was actually my first favorite basketball player. He was my favorite player on the Celtics growing up. Um, but, like, that's a guy, like, I could never consider him a bad basketball player. So that's why he's not on my list. Oh, shit, dude. Someone just got shot four minutes away from me. Wow. That's breaking oh, wait, news wait, 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 on wait, time. Wait. No, 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 no. Fake news on my part. Because, uh, first, oh, first of all, I shouldn't have said that. I hate when people say that. But it just says shots reported. I bet it's fireworks. This happens every time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, Philly, Philly things. Yeah. You want, do you want me to say mine? Yeah, Actually. you go ahead now. I'm done with 2K players. The rest okay. of them are real people. The reason I like this guy is because he was so massive for a team in the playoffs and then fell off. And I Will's giving me this face like he has an idea of who it is. I feel like it could be a lot of people. I feel like it could be Nate Robinson. No. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's Ian Clark. Ian Clark? Pacers Ian Clark? Or Warriors Ian Clark? Warriors Ian Clark. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because remember, I, that, that, was, that brings back such a wholesome memory. Sorry to keep talking, but, like, I was a diehard Warriors fan before it was, like, the bandwagon thing. Like before, And then, and then you were off. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, this is terrible basketball. But, like, Ian Clark, I, I truly think the 14-15 Warriors bench is, like, the best bench in NBA history. I want, I want to see if I can get his playoff numbers. But I remember he just was great for that Warriors bench in the playoffs because that bench was deep. And then he just went and got his money in New Orleans. Didn't do horrendous. And that, and that was just out. I think he went overseas. Yeah, I forget if he was on the – one second, one second. I'm looking at which team it was. Maybe it wasn't 14-15. It was 16-17, 16-17. The year yeah. they won it, I, it was 16-17, I remember, because I was like, not only did they somehow, like, sign, in my opinion, the best player in the league in KD, but – they fucking had people. They had Livingston, Azili, Barbosa, Spates, Clark, and Brandon Rush off the bench. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, he had like good playoff numbers off the bench. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, him. Oh, sorry. I was looking at the wrong team, but it was him, David West, Livingston. Like Barnes, Petulia. Actually, Barnes didn't play, but like Petulia. And I don't like Zaza, but he's still Kevon Looney. Like, I was like, why is their bench still good after signing KD? It wasn't as good as the year before, but still. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Ian Clark. All right. Well, let's get the legend out of the way. Kwame, for sure. On my <laughs> I don't care. He's on my list. <laughs> and no, and you, so Kwame Brown is on my list of players. I call it my Michael Beasley list. Where it's if they were just given better circumstances, I'm convinced they could have been all stars. I'm convinced Kwame mm. Brown could have been a good NBA player. Like I'm, nothing will stop me from believing that. You've never told I remember, me this list. That's a good list. Oh, oh we can talk. I won't say any more then because I'll let you like make your own list. It's yeah. basically and it's not injuries. It's like you know they fall out or whatever. All right, that um, could that could be. Um, it's the Michael. Oh, Beasley. so like Greg Oden isn't on it. No, no, no. Because Greg Oden was good. He just got hurt. Same right. With okay. Lance. So it's yeah. different circumstance. No, it's different. It's like it's like how Lance, if he never goes to Charlotte, what happens? If he stays in Indiana, or in Indiana, what happens? You know, I'm not saying gotcha. Lance is on the list. I'm more just saying that's a better example. All right. But yeah, well, so Kwame, Michael Beasley almost made this list, but I actually think he's good. Kwame, because he has a season of 19 and five. That's pretty good regardless. Yeah. Kwame just like was bad. But he wasn't actually as bad as people said he was, but he still was pretty bad. But, yeah. like, I guarantee you if he goes somewhere else, he becomes a double-double guy. I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, I'm just – I'm going to book that for next time we do a podcast. I'm going to try to make a list, and we can go over some of those guys. That's a fun topic. And yeah, for, for anyone listening, um, I don't envision us talking, like, current NBA. Maybe come playoff time we would. Probably playoffs. Probably playoffs. But yeah, so, um, but yeah, go ahead. this type of format we're doing, which is like NBA, but like sort of past, maybe predicting the future a bit, 
that's probably what we're going to go to because that's what we want to talk about. And I've also gotten like people are saying they enjoy it. Um, so I was going to keep doing that. But and you, you go. Last last thing about the Michael Bees list. Also, there's I told you this uh, the minute he got drafted, but there's a rookie this year that is going on that list. And I hate it because I love him. But Jalen Suggs is going on the Michael Beasley list. If he oh, went 100%. Any, if he went anywhere else besides Orlando, he'd already be a good role player. Although I think um, Suggs is struggling with the athleticism thing, how he's not just much more athletic than other guys. So he's struggling with that. So I do think no matter where he went, he would need another year of development. To oh, I'm not of... saying, I'm not saying he would have been like a great, I'm just saying his career died the minute he put on a magic cap. And, <laughs> but I will say the opposite of the Michael Beasley list. Can you guess what player it is? It's the opposite of the Michael Beasley list. And it's a player I very much like. So, so it's a player who would be bad. if He, he would have been bad situation. if he was left in his original circumstances, but he either somehow wound up on a new team or his new whatever, new coaching on the same team. And a singular player inspired this other list. It's, you want to take a guess? So it's like a guy who got traded? It's basically a guy who got traded early in his career. Like, for example, it's, this is, like, Shy Shy's on this list. Kawhi? No, because Kawhi went to the best organ. But I guess well, he it. was on the he was picked up. I'm I'm assuming that no, I'm saying people think you're bad within your first year or two, and you get either traded or released or something, and you wind up in a situation. Oh, like, is it D'Lo? No, but that would be he would definitely be on the list. But uh, I call it the Chris Middleton list. People uh, forget that Chris Middleton started yep. his career in dumpster fire Detroit, and he averaged like seven minutes a game, seven points a game. I don't know. It one or the other. And he was just not going to do well there. Mm-hmm. And they traded him for scrap metal. And, <laughs> and now he's like going to finish his career as like a seven time all-star and an NBA champion. Yeah. That maybe, maybe we'll make both the lists and we'll just make a podcast. The Beasley like one's definitely funnier and sadder. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm down with another one. We could do half and half. Yeah, the Beasley one's the one I take more pride in because it's just, like, so stupid. I love these segments we're creating. We have, like, a whole bunch, too. Well, that's like, the thing, bro. If you want to ever talk NBA, I'm, I don't care. I can't. I don't want to talk about what Bill Simmons or Stephen A. Smith talk about. I want to talk about stupid stuff. <laughs> Be different. Um, should I say my next guy? Sure. Uh, Shane Larkin. That's fair. He little little bias because of because uh, of the Celtics, but also it was he was one of those guys where I, um, I felt like whenever he was in, he was a good impact player, and I always wanted him to get more minutes every yeah. single time. I feel like the Celtics. Also, do that a lot I like tweeted at him, and he responded to me. So that's another thing. <laughs> that that. That's another thing. I was like, damn, one of my faves. Oh, I missed a big one. I'm just going to say it. And part of Go it's because of college. He's my favorite college player. Oh, Shabazz. All time is Shabazz Napier. See, there's a perfect example of that's a possible. You could make the case that that's a possible like Beasley type thing. If because I'm being honest he- with you, I don't think so. I just, hey, actually, you know, looking at it, that's, I don't know, man. I he's wish only, he's only I, like six feet. I wish you were right. I, to be fair, I think he would have been much better if, like, at the age he was drafted, was like three drafts later. You know what I'm saying? Because he, yeah, because then he could just be more like Van Vliet or something. Yeah, exactly. I, I think he was I mean, drafted a little too soon. Also, wait, thing. Napier can't be on the list because he averaged um, over 10 points per game. Not a boy. I didn't know that. In, on my list, at least. I still think that – I mean, he wouldn't be on my list just because, like, you were a huge fan of him. I never really was. I will say, though, uh, that same logic with Napier, I don't care, man. I think Jimmer came along too early. You couldn't tell me that Jimmer couldn't do what oh, J.J. Redick did in Philly. 100%, yeah. J.J. Redick averaged 18 a game in Philly just running around and shooting. To be fair, also, Jimmer's, like, such a god in China that, like, he's never leaving there. Because well, he could have can't come back at any point, I think. Well, he's he's 32 now. But, like, bro, physically, Jimmer's, like, 6'2", and pretty big, actually. He's, like, 6'2", 200. Like, he's yeah. 
JJ Reddick's like six four, like two hundred. Like I'm telling you, man, he could have had a JJ Reddick career. I feel bad for him. Because if you look at JJ Reddick, his career didn't get started until like 13, 14 when he was on the Clippers. Yeah. Was he he was drafted by the Kings? No, he was drafted by the Magic. Bucks. Magic. He no, was on for that. Debt, for debt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was drafted by the Kings, traded to the Bucks, or vice versa. Yeah, drafted by he the Bucks, tra- drafted traded by the Bucks, traded to the Kings. He might be on your list. Nah, that's two dumpster fire organizations. Like back then, the Bucks were terrible. So that 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 is true. I, I the thing with the Michael Beasley thing is, I think so many players are going to be because they were drafted by the Kings. <laughs> no, no, but they, I'm saying that like you have to firmly believe that they have maybe like so. I don't think Kwame would have been an All Star, but like he would have been a ten and ten guy for sure. Like an easy ten and ten, probably like twelve and ten. Like that's it's got to be at least like a quality starter. Or all star, it can't just be like no. I, I know what oh, you're saying. Fuck me, Marvin Bagley was drafted by the Kings. That being said, now that I think about it, <laughs> I think Marvin Bagley is good. He is um second lowest field goal percentage against him. Believe, yeah, man, do you, he just like, doesn't get to play. Do you like, believe that? Like, no, I don't actually. He is the second lowest field goal percentage when Damn, he's bro. guarding someone. I think I feel he's so, so bad for him, bro. He's Sam Bowie. He really is right now. I, I think he is legitimately good. But um, imagine being drafted in between Aiton and Doncic and before JJJ and Trey Young. You know, and Will. Sext- and Alexander and Bridges. <laughs> oh, no. I just don't understand how your rookie, uh, the quick segue, I got his rookie year, he averaged 15 points. Seven and a half rebounds, one assist, one block, half a steal, shot 50% from the floor and, in uh, 25 yeah. minutes, Will. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah, and then they're they like, we're him. done with him. Well, one know what it was. I don't know why. he. I, I forget if it was injuries or, like, contract disputes or whatever. He, like, didn't play his second year. Yeah. And then they his third year. also moved him to center. His third year was – not really any like progression and then now he's just like not playing because he hates it there and i don't blame him i hope i hope somehow they can if, if they trade for simmons i hope they can get him out of there what what what's a place the only place i know that like kind of revives careers is the warriors but they have no need for him i don't know portland like could use a big man a young big man i just want i want him to go to a place because he's 22 like he still can bring it back, you know what I'm saying? I bring want him to back, go. Yeah, I want him to go to a place um, that can that can untap his potential, and it might just be he needs to play more. Um, I think he probably also needs to play with people who aren't on the Kings roster. I, yeah, but Halburn's good, and anyone who plays with him just better. I'm a big Halburn guy, but well, but I mean. Bagley, in times he's gotten minutes, he's just inconsistent. I'm looking – I went – if you look at his game log and you go by minutes a game, you see like you see like 26 and 13, uh, 16 and 9, 15 and 11, 15 and 10, 17 and 9. But you also see like 12 and 5, like 4 – well, I guess 12 rebounds is good. Like 9 and 4. You can't have that too. Yeah. In that amount of minutes? Well, I'm saying, like, if you look at his top – if you look at the games where he's played at least 20 minutes a game, there oh, are gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. there are 20 games where he's played at least 20 minutes a game. And his stats are just kind of weird, you know? Fair. Just inconsistent. Well, that's that's enough current NBA talk for me. Let's get let's get into the bad players. Facts. All right, so I'm going to continue it with one that we both love. Uh, Bruno Caboclo, he's still two years away. <laughs> like in in 2022. Oh, two years away from being two years, years two away. Years that away. was that no. Was I think I think he's finally t- that dude. That's actually there's some iconic like draft day quotes. Like I'll never not hear. Bill, remember Bill Simmons? They go Cleveland Cavaliers like Anthony Bennett. You just hear what? <laughs> <laughs> that's up there. Uh, no, I love I love Bill Simmons so. Two much. years away from being two years away. 
has got to be the rudest thing I've heard on live television. He's two years away from being two years away. Wow. <laughs> Fran Frischilla, bro. Fran Frischilla. Do you, how many more guys do you have left? Because I only have two. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll quick. I'll go yeah, speed run that. Speed run that. Uh, Brian Cardinal. <laughs> Just out of respect for like, he's like, he's like Scow without clout. He's Scow without clout. No, nah, because everyone knows Scow, but Brian Cardinal's like the true Scow, if you think about it. Uh, did I say Ronnie Turioff? Ronnie Turioff for sure. I almost put him on my list. I love he was always on my 2K teams, but he's I actually liked him in real life. Like I thought he was just funny. He was bad at basketball. That was a guy you want on your team, though, because he like yeah. would back up whoever. Yeah. So it's like wanna know what Ronnie Terrioff was? He was like somehow poor man's Reggie Evans, even though Reggie Evans only averaged like four and nine. Like yeah. Reggie, I wanted to put Reggie Evans on this list, but I thought he was too good. No, that's the thing. Like, cause another um Another guy I thought it was Chuck Hayes, but I was like, Chuck Hayes is a good defender. How, you like you're he's a all, six he was, six. He was also a six six center. He's a six six center, but he played a lot because he was actually like good, even no, though but, his shot is outrageous. So where I the person who was my personal cutoff was a uh, the perfect mix of like bad but not too bad, but also funny. The cutoff point for me was Andre Blatch. If you were funnier and worse. Then Andre Blatch, you made the list. If you were better than Andre Blatch or not as funny, you didn't make the list. So I have one more. Well, so Andre Blatch, I'm just shouting out because he he was the human cutoff. And then last but not least, I don't. This might be a deep memory for you, but I this dude was one of my favorite players in the league for a while. Greg Steamsma. I I I had him on the list, but I'm sorry. The 28 year old rookie. Yeah, but like he was like good. I no, say wasn't. good. He was like entertaining oh, was for terrible. like five games, and then it he just got awful. annoying because every Celtics, because all right, Celtics fans suck. We right, we know this. I hate Celtics fans, and I'm a Celtics fan. But Celtics fans legitimately thought Greg Stiesman was the answer at center. Like with their whole heart, they believed Greg Steesman was the answer at center, and I just couldn't deal with it. But that was a dark time for the Celtics, dude. Yeah, but every single person wanted to keep him because they thought he was that guy. I just can't believe they were like, "This is Shaq." But like, you know how people are like, "Oh, we're not going to draft like Chris Duarte or whoever," like because they're like a Dylan Brooks. They're twenty three years old coming out of college, right? And why did everyone like Steesma? He was a twenty eight year old rookie. We it could talk. No we could talk about that for two hours about how dumb it is these teams that refuse to pick players who are upperclassmen in college. But we'll save that for another time. Fair enough. That was. I wanted to end it on the steez. Okay, so I have two left. Go ahead. This guy breaks my rule. Of um. Is he good? The well, no, but he breaks my. <laughs> But he somehow breaks my rule of the 10 points per game. I'm going to say him. He had a spark. Where people, Wait, give me, give me a few hints because I'm interested. He, he's foreign. He was in okay. the league for three years. He played for two dumpster fire organizations in the Timberwolves oh, and the Knicks. I love it. I love it. Pablo Prigioni. No, I thought Wait, about give, putting him give, in. Give me, he's give Russian. Me, I, I, this guy's give me Russian. Two more. Oh, Milo Tadozic or whatever. No, he no. played on the Clippers. He's oh, a he was like a six six shooting guard, and if I remember correctly, because he he was in the league when he was like twenty four, right? Mm-hmm. People legitimately like wanted to team him up with um, Mello, Ricky Rubio. Oh, on the Timberwolves. Yeah, they wanted like Ricky Rubio and this guy to be like a duo. They, like people legitimately are like, you have Kevin Love, you just drafted Derek Williams, you have Ricky Rubio. This is your shooting guard answer, and I mean, it was kind of funny. But oh man, give me like a second. Oh my god, I don't know. I'm not even looking uh, at anything. Wait, wait he, okay, I think his number was one. Also, I can't believe you didn't mention Sundiata Games. 
Nah, I, that that was just because his name was funny. I didn't actually like. <laughs> I mean, that is a, that is a and sick. and his jump shot in two K was hilarious. But uh, I don't know what more hints I can give you. I yeah, mean, man, I I think I think I'm just blanking. I I I forget a Russian person. Alexei Shved. Oh my god, that's such a throwback! I can't believe I just heard that name again. That. Oh, that's giving me goosebumps. I it's a like good I'm, one, isn't it? I feel like I'm back in 2014. It's a good one, isn't it? So oh, here, he has the worst layup of all time. Do you do you re- but you remember this where people legitimately thought you pair him and Rubio up and it's a dynamic duo at the one two. They can't Maybe. defend anyone. <laughs> but here is what I love. Like, oh my gosh. He this was in Minnesota, right? And it was just this, like, like it was him and Rubio together, and they basically played the exact same way. <laughs> and Which it was makes just no so, sense because he's a shooting guard. It was so fascinating to watch these two play, I thought. These but, two European players who can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, like, who can't shoot and can't defend. And people thought this was it. But so, like, his first year in the league, he averaged, like, 8.6. 3.7, 2.3 rebounds. They're like, hey, we got some 24 minutes a game. And then you look and it's like 37% from the field, 30% from three. And it just went like downhill from there. The next season was not good. And then he played for three different teams in 2014 15, where on the Knicks in 16 games, he averaged 15 a game. Just one of my all-time favorite bad I need to check his Knicks stats. Yeah, on the Knicks, he averaged 15 a game on, like, 40, 37. Yeah, he had the best 16 games of his life were in the Knicks stadium, which I don't think anyone can ever say. But one of the funny things – Knicks will have a lot of weird guys who just out of nowhere – are good. I mean, Jerry, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Lin, Lin obviously, but other guys. No, like that Alec Burks. Team, I mean, Dude, Burks is kind of chilled that off. That but... whole team. Jeremy Lin, Steve Novak. They got the last good years out of J.R. Smith, in my opinion. Like the last, because people forget that J.R. was like an eighteen a game guy. He was. He was elite. Yeah. Well, he was an elite role. Player. In my mind, he was elite. Check his highlights. He looks elite. <laughs> in my mind, it, I mean, he's he was the best six man in the league for like three years. So that's pretty elite, but. Yeah, man. And then what's his name? The guy, Jeremy Lin's best friend, the guy who could shoot, Landry something. No, I forget his name. I'm going to look at that next team. Landry. Nah, it was. Damn, the Knicks have been bad for so long, though. It's really, it's really bad. Landry. Oh, yeah, like Chris Copeland, Ronnie Brewer. Jeez, what are some of these names? All right, but yeah, what's your last one? You may think, John Landry Fields. Sorry, Landry Fields. Oh, that's a good shout. Yeah, you may think, John, how are you going to come back from Alexi Shved? That was pretty good. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm hanging on the you're gonna say that was pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. Now, this one doesn't have like you know the pop of Alexi Shved, right? Because that was just such a fascinating part of the NBA. But this guy legitimately robbed millions from a team. And people Chandler actually tried. No, 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 oh, what? no, no. Yeah, oh. People tried to convince others that this guy was good. It's Jan Mahimi. I don't remember. He is so there. bad. <laughs> I just remember him getting in a fight with LeBron. Okay, well, here's the thing, right? So 2015-16 is, oh, you're right. <laughs> All right, well, all right, let me just give you the career stats first. 5.2 points, 4.4 rebounds. I like that. Good role player. 0.7 blocks, 0.6 steals. Okay, so... How many minutes a game, though? His whole thing in the NBA, right, was I am a role player. I occasionally get rebounds. I can hit a layup. I don't necessarily hurt you, right? That was his whole thing. So you may be saying, why is he bad, right? Maybe I'm, I'm maybe I'm yelling, I'm mad at Mahimi a little too much because Washington decided to ruin it all. 
But basically, he started 71 games for the Pacers and averaged 9.3 and 7 rebounds. And um, the Wizards saw this and truly thought this is the answer at center after after that season with the Pacers. This is actually what they thought. Even though they had Marcin Gortat? Yeah. So they thought it was a great idea to pay um, Yamahimi four years, $64 million for all the work he did that season. And he literally just robbed them of millions of dollars because they actually never even started him. I didn't even realize this. They never started him. They fully just wanted to give him $16 million a year to be the backup center. So can I take it a step further? Yeah, go for it. So his first year with the Wizards was the year that the Wizards like and the Celtics had the best rivalry in basketball and the Celtics won in seven. Yep. And this looking at the whole Wizards roster is just it's incredible. We had prime John Wall putting up 22 shots a game in the playoffs, averaging 27, 10, 2 and 1 with four rebounds. Uh, first of all, John Wall shooting 22 shots. I know 15 of them were layups. Uh, we have 20, we have young Bradley Beal putting up 25 a game. We have young, young Otto Porter putting up 12 and seven on like, how did they lose? Everyone was playing out of their minds. All right, here's where we get crazy. So we have Marcin Gortat, you know, great old name. He put up like eight and 11. Love it. We have one of the Morris brothers. Yep. Then we get weird. This is where we get weird after the starting lineup. We have young Bojan Bogdanovic, current <laughs> jazz standout, current fringe all-star Bojan Bogdanovic. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. in like his first year. Brandon Jennings, Jan Mahimi, <laughs> Trey Burke, Thomas Sadoransky, Sheldon Mack, and don't even get me started on Daniel Ochefu, UConn legend. These are all bla- – or sorry, Villanova legend. But these are all blasts from the past. It's crazy that this team exists. It, it, it is a wild team, but this was a wild team. I can't believe this team didn't have like. Why do the Wizards always field the weirdest personality teams? It, it's to me, it's still just unreal the fact that like this team lost to the Celtics. I need to look at the series stats because, because that, team look, on, that, that team on paper is so much better. I. Obviously, I'm a Celtics fan, but like, there is no way they they should have lost it because it literally was just Isaiah Thomas, right? Yeah, man. The Wizards just I supposed mean, to put up a stinker. I mean, yeah, man. Isaiah Thomas was putting up twenty-seven and seven on forty-six percent from three. <laughs> he was oh, he was disgusting. he was outrageous. He was outrageous. This was the year like Isaiah Thomas was like should have been considered for MVP. No, he this was the year he came in fourth. He came in fourth this year. Yeah. Who actually won I, that game? On uh that was 1617 it was Russell. But Oh, that's fair. I uh yeah, I mean can't. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, like, it's very fair. In game 7, this is crazy. Game 7, this is how you knew Bradley Beal. I was Beal there, played. by the way. I just want to say this. I was there. That's I I forgot that you were there. But game I 7 was there, Bradley Beal and I was low 40. key pissed because you're going to read the stats soon. But well, so Bradley Beal goes for 40. Markeith Morris has 20 and 10. Otto Porter Jr. 20 and 10. Uh Gortat 6 and 10, but it's like it's Marcin Gortat, so like that's fine. John Wall lays John a turd Wall puts on a, the floor. Puts up a stinker. Well, he puts up good – He John Wall puts up his best Russell Westbrook game of solid numbers, 18, 7, and 11. What are the turnovers? Uh, only three turnovers. Oh, really? But okay. he, sh- he shot 8 of 24 or 8 of 23 from the floor. And then <laughs> – I mean, the Celtics just kind of used. Oh my God, this was the Kelly Olynyk game. I forgot. Yep, that Kelly, this is because I, I hated Kelly Olynyk. I'd Kelly always Olenek. hated Kelly Olynyk. Wait, so first the of all, Celtics... let's go through though. Let's we got to go through. We got to get there, bro. Okay. Isaiah Thomas, twenty nine and twelve. He showed up. You know, twenty nine and twelve. Uh, efficient numbers. Al Horford, typical Al Horford game. Fifteen points, six rebounds, five assists. You know he played great defense. Plus minus is out of this world. Avery Bradley scored nine. On three of nine shooting. I mean, he, he was more of a defender. He was Jay getting Crowder. torched, though. 
Jay Crowder, I mean, clearly if Bradley Beal is going off, Jay Crowder puts up 14 and five on very efficient numbers. Love that. Amir Johnson plays under 10 minutes. I don't know why he started. Marcus Smart gives you the most Marcus Smart game of all time with 13.6 rebounds, four assists, two blocks, and four personal fouls. Yeah. Jaylen, rookie Jalen Brown goes for 9-3 and a steal in 19 minutes. Gotta love that. And then you got Kelly. God damn, Kelly Olenek. I didn't know what to what to deal because I was there with my dad, my brother, and my grandma. And the, my the whole time, my brother is screaming Olenek the clinic as he is torching the Wizards. And he is just so bad. And it's like, I have to watch this guy knowing we could have picked Giannis. Yeah. Like, think about that. Yeah, but I, can I – I'll take it a step further, John, and I'll end it after this. But this is unbelievable. In the fourth quarter – Everyone plays – all the good players played the whole fourth quarter. I'm looking at the numbers right now, yeah. right? In the fourth quarter, John Wall 0-4, but six assists, so he was, you know, doing something. And I'm and out of that 0-4, three of them were threes, so I'm assuming some of that was garbage time. So in the fourth quarter, Bradley Beal, though, star of the Wizards at this point, goes for 12 in the fourth that, on four of seven. Got to respect that. He outplays Isaiah Thomas, who only scores five points. He outplays – Jay Crowder. He outplays Marcus Smart. He outplays everyone the Celtics throw on the court. Guess who went <laughs> five of six from the field, two of three from three, 14 points, two rebounds, two assists in the fourth quarter alone. It's Kelly. Prime time, Kelly. Oh my gosh, dude. I still remember that game. And, um, It's funny because that game, I was like, Bradley Beal is that guy. He is going to be unreal in the playoffs. That's what I said. Did did he ever get to the playoffs again? I mean, yeah, last year. No, he was injured. I don't think he played. Yeah, but I'm saying the team got there. No, I, yeah, no, but he played. I'm, he he played like twenty in 2020-2021, He played. I'm, I'm saying point is clearly he likes to play at the TD Garden in the playoffs, so we should make that a thing. But you know, it's up to. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of crazy, but Bradley Beal has put up some exceptional playoff numbers. His career playoff stat line is twenty four five and four on forty four percent and thirty five from three. I did not know he was this good in the playoffs. He is unreal in the playoffs now. The, the Celtics fan in me is, like, praying somehow he can come to the Celtics. Really, uh, the thing is, it's up to him to decide I want to leave the Wizards. Because if he leaves the Wizards, he's coming here. Um, but that's current NBA, and we don't talk that anymore. So, <laughs> I don't think he wants to leave, though. But I don't think he does either. But, yeah, so um, – also, just want to say Yamahimi's out of the league to summarize. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I don't. I don't think it beat Alexi Shved just because Alexi Shved was such a throwback. But I yeah, just can't believe great. the people were saying the Mozgov robbery. Mahimi got paid the same amount. Also, like, Mozgov Moz- was better than Mahimi. That's what I'm saying. Like no one talks about that, but you know, Mozgov once put up 91 points in a game. I'm not yeah, hearing it. Yeah. No, but Moscow actually, like, contributed to a finals. Now, before the correction, he didn't. But <laughs> there's a picture out there. There, There is a picture out there. And he did put up those numbers. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's all I got. Uh, I don't know about you, Will. You know what? That's all I got as well. But, um. We'll, we'll, we'll be back with some obscure NBA topics once again. <laughs> I don't know what we'll talk about, but we'll figure it out. Uh, so hope you all enjoyed and tune in next time.